1,000. The next day, 2,000. The next day, 3,000. The next day, 5,000. Going up in thousands, thousands, every day, increasing, increasing. I saw the numbers just going up, up and up and up. I was like, this, what is this? Is this a mistake? I don't understand what, what's, what's happening. <laughs> is this a Christmas miracle? Hi, you're listening to The Self Sessions with me, Marissa McCallum. I'm a body and mindset coach, social entrepreneur and writer. I hope you discover what you want, decide how to go for it and feel like you deserve it. In this space, we will explore all things life and what it means to be human. Sometimes it'll just be me, sometimes not. Perhaps I'll bring along some friends or a fantastic guest to open up the conversation. But in all cases, each episode will be delivered with one single intention and my mantra for life, wishing only love. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. I've been away from the podcast for a little while in terms of doing my own episode of just me talking. So I thought I would come back. Hello. How are you? Welcome to season two. Today, I wanted to talk about social media. The context is last year, I decided to focus my attention on increasing my Instagram following because I felt like it was the perfect space to connect with the type of people that I wanted to reach, the type of organizations I wanted to work with, the type of people in the industries that I wanted to work with, dancers, creatives, entrepreneurs, I knew that they were in this space and it was a really good way to connect with them. And I hadn't really paid much attention to Instagram previous to then. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to dedicate some time to it. I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to see if I can build some relationships uh, and really focus my attention on um, increasing my reach and helping as many people as possible. The result of that was by the end of last year, I had increased my following by 145%. Now, that can sound really impressive, (laughs) but today's episode is about me exploring that and breaking that down. Because metrics or vanity metrics aren't always what they seem. And I think it's really important for us to take time to consider what we're looking at when we see people put numbers on the internet about how much they've increased their reach, how many people are seeing their content, the numbers and figures they've got floating around their business, the ones that they shout about, because you can make any number seem good. Every number can have a different narrative or story attached to it. Um, And so it's really important for us to take a moment to think about what a number means when someone is telling it to us. Last year, I decided to fully commit to Instagram and what that looked like was I started off by doing a challenge in early January, like an Instagram challenge, where I would have to post content daily for a month. So 30 days of content, I would have to connect with a certain amount of accounts um, and uh, create stories. It was very consistent and very, very time consuming. But I thought, you know what, I've not done this before. I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to see who shows up on the platform, who I'm able to connect with and collaborate with and see it as an exciting opportunity. The result was, yeah, I was putting more content out, but I wasn't necessarily seeing connection. I wasn't necessarily seeing progress or genuine connections. I'd collect random followers, people that had like, that were following thousands of accounts but didn't post anything or didn't have a profile picture and I was just like this is this is this wasn't what I wanted 
I didn't want a load of random bots following me on Instagram. I wanted to be forming real connections with people and know that my content was helping them, that it was being of service to real life people. But I carried on with it because I thought, you know what? You need to be consistent because whenever you start something new, you can't always expect the outcome to be immediate. I think there is a sense of um, us expecting instant gratification a lot of the time. But when it comes to building up something that's going to be lasting, you need to have a strong foundation and you need to show up consistently for it so that it's built in a strong way. So I kept that in mind. I was like, okay, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going with Instagram. I'm going to keep posting regularly and keep showing up. I'm going to link it to this. I'm going to link it to my other content. I'll have themes, all of these different things. And I kept going. What I found was it started to eat into a lot of my time. So I'd spend ages creating content, all of the time on Canva, all of the time researching hashtags, all of the time scheduling the posts, but then making sure I was on the platform as well so that it didn't look like I was a bot, trying to meet the algorithm, trying to beat the algorithm, trying to understand the algorithm. And it was a bit of a minefield, really. I became very dejected. I became very uh, uh, resentful about having to go on the platform to do all this stuff, doing a lot of work. If you think about the amount of time that you put, some people put into Instagram, it's basically work for free. If you're not seeing an outcome in terms of connecting with real life people, or if you are building your entire business around this one platform and not seeing the results from it, you're effectively working for free sometimes. So that resentment started to set in for me. And I was like, why am I still showing up? Why am I still doing this when it's not giving me the outcomes I expected? It's not giving me the results that I want. For me, Instagram had become this thing I felt I had to do as a small business owner. You have to do it. Everyone who's got a small business, everyone who's an entrepreneur, anyone who wants to build their following needs to be on Instagram. That's what I had in my head. But what I'd forgotten was the main reason I wanted to be on there was it was a tool for connection. And so that's something I had to get back into the idea of, something I had to remind myself of. It was a tool of connection. The other thing about being on Instagram so much is that the comparison monster was knocking on my door. I would see peers and colleagues putting out content, getting loads of likes and comments, getting their stuff reshared on other people's platforms. And I started to doubt myself. I started to doubt the content I was putting out. I started to doubt the value of the service I was bringing. And I started to question whether or not I was worthy of being on the platform with these other people. So I wanted to leave. (laughs) But part of me was like, I have to be on here. So if I'm not on here, then people will forget about me. I might miss something. Big old FOMO knocking on the door as well. People will forget me if I'm not showing up every day. The comparison was real. And again it started to become very draining. I became very resentful. I was like, it's taking up so much time and energy, constantly dipping back onto the platform to check, to see if I'd been messaged, to see if anyone had liked my content, to see how many views I had on my reels. I needed to shake things up. And then I needed to rein myself in and recognize what I was willing to give to it as a platform. What I learned was I didn't have any control over who saw my content algorithms are there they do stuff in the background you're never going to be able to understand them but this doesn't mean that no one is seeing it (laughs) and this was taught to me in real life 
Um, so somebody that I hadn't seen in ages, I finally connected with her and she said, oh, I noticed um, you took a little break from Instagram. Your content hasn't been up for a little while. So I, I took like a week off or something like that at one point. I was like, no, nah, I've had enough. Um, so yeah, I noticed that um, that you've not really been showing up on, on social media as much. And, and I look out for your posts. I find your content really positive and I look out for your posts. And this is someone that had never liked any of my posts. They never commented on it, but they had actively been searching for my content, viewing it and feeling uplifted by it. And that moment there made me remember why I do what I do and how easy it is to get caught up in the fake world of social media. I needed to remember the connections I was trying to form with people. I needed to remember that my intent was to show up and be of service to people. And that wouldn't always be reflected in the numbers and the likes that were showing up underneath the posts that I was putting on there. The other thing that reminded me of that is that most successful people are not on there much. <laughs> um, if they're very, very, very successful, successful in inverted commas, they've probably got someone doing their social media for them. But I'm thinking about the people that are smashing life but don't get help with their social media yet. These are the people that are out there living life. They're doing things. They're doing stuff they enjoy. They're doing the work in the background. One choreographer comes to mind who doesn't show up on social media very often, doesn't post very often. You won't see her for months, but then all of a sudden she will appear back with a post showing the amazing eyes she's been working with, the amazing creations that she's made in the time that she's been away. She's out there living life. And then those single posts will inspire thousands of people. So I want to go back to my 145% increase. <laughs> that was over 365 days. I posted hundreds of posts. Oh, I've lost count of the amount of stories that I did. But the realisation for me came in December. When I took five minutes to put a post together, just a quick reel. I'd seen a filter that I liked. Um, I saw a quote that I liked and I decided to put it together and just put a little message underneath it. Very short, few hashtags, chucked it out onto the Instagram world, into the reels. And then I check on it every so often. Just let it go, lay it off, let it off into the world because it was just a bit of fun. 1,000. The next day, 2,000. The next day, 3,000. The next day, 5,000. Going up in thousands, thousands. Every day, increasing, increasing. More likes attached to those views. I saw the numbers just going up, up and up and up. I was like, this, what, is, this, is this a mistake? I don't understand what, what's, what's happening. <laughs> uh, is this a Christmas miracle? I posted it in December. Is this a Christmas miracle? It must be a Christmas miracle. 130,000 views by the time that it slowed down. For this one video, this one reel I'd created in a matter of minutes, not caring about it, not attaching too much to it, 130,000 views. And what happened is that taught me, that taught me that A, don't take yourself too seriously. B, you cannot control who is interacting with your content and who is seeing your content. And C, just enjoy yourself. <laughs> Just enjoy yourself. Make it work for you. And so 
from the middle of December until the end of January, I took a break. I decided to just take a break away from social media completely. And it felt so good. It felt so good. Wasn't checking it. Wasn't creating content, just taking a break, living life, relaxing. And then when I came back uh, at the end of January, early February, posted a video, thousands of views. Made absolutely no sense. Thousands of views. And so what this has led me to now is getting really conscious about the time that I'm spending on social media, being really being really clear on the intention that I'm putting behind the work on there. What this also means is that I've decided to spend less time on the platform and less time dedicated to creating content. I'm going to be looking at maybe three days a week where I post, perhaps four, depending on what's happening, depending if I want to share. But that gives me so much more freedom, so much more space. And it means that I'm putting out quality content as opposed to quantity content all killer, no filler. <laughs> That's the A. As the world opens up again and I find myself in more face-to-face conversations and engagements, it's nice to have a platform that I can refer people to and they will see all of the content that I put out over the last couple of years, especially last year. So they'll see that I'm able to show up consistently. But my hope is that in the conversation that we have, that's where they pick up the cues as to whether or not they want to continue a working relationship with me, as opposed to how many likes I've had on my Instagram videos. It's not about that. People crave authenticity. People want to get to know you. And social media can facilitate that. But remember, you are more than your social media posts. I've reduced the amount of time I'm willing to spend on it and the time I'm willing to create for it. I use it instead as a platform and a tool to connect with people. So I will have conversations in DMs and then I will take those conversations offline, a Zoom call, maybe a face-to-face meeting. I've set a timer. So after 20 minutes, Instagram will tell me that it's time to close Instagram. I can make a choice. If I'm in the middle of something, I can stay on there. But at least this way, I've got more of a concept of the amount of time that I'm dedicated to this platform. I might, I might go on a Saturday. Depends how I feel. If there's something fun happening, I might keep an eye out on there or share something. Sundays are sacred. I've had social media free Sundays for a few years now, and they have changed my life. No viewing, no posting, no interaction, nowhere near those platforms. And it's so nice. It's so nice. Because what it does is it resets you and it reminds you that those platforms aren't real world. Then those platforms aren't the real world. They're just a small window. The tiniest of glimpses into other people's lives. Heavily curated. People are deciding what they want you to see. And we can forget that sometimes. So for me, it was about creating space away from it and getting really intentional about what I was using it for. I wanted to communicate my message. I wanted to reach as many people as possible. I wanted to have fun. So there was an entertainment value piece now. I knew that if I go on there and have fun, at the very least, I'm enjoying myself. (laughs) And it's a bonus that someone else enjoys it. I get to share and connect with other people. I get to see some really cool content. My feed is really clean now in terms of I only want positive stuff, uplifting stuff, dance-related stuff, performance-related stuff, things that make me feel good. I don't come away from my feed feeling bad now. 
I unfollowed people that made me feel bad. Correction. I unfollowed people whom I felt the need to compare myself to or um, fed into any sort of negativity that um, was around me at the time. I decided to unfollow those people so that my feed could remain clean and the positive space I could go to post my content. I interact a little bit and then I leave and go about my business. And so that 145% increase, what that meant is that at the beginning of last year, I had 248 followers. By the end of the year, I had around 609 followers. Doesn't sound that many, but they're real people. They're people that have stayed with me through the year. It's not like thousands of bots have joined me and then dropped away suddenly. These are people that I've connected with. They're people that uh, have the same interests as me, people that have maybe discovered me through other platforms and started to follow me on Instagram. And I would rather have a small, real following than a massive fake one. I'm all about authenticity. And I'm sure you are too. Who wants fake relationships? Who wants to be interacting with a bot? That stuff is over now. That stuff is old. Fakeness is old. People want stuff that's real. They want the smokescreen moved out of the way. No more illusions. No more pretense. We want it real. And Instagram is never going to be real. Let's, <laughs> let's be honest. It's never going to be real. But as long as we recognize it for what it is, a space where people curate their content, a space where people want to entertain, where they want to um, share snippets, where they want to um, take a peek into the lives of other people. If we remember that, that's cool. It's when we get caught up in the cycle of believing that everything we see on there is real and that's what we should be aspiring to. That's when it gets dangerous. That's when it gets unhealthy. So if you find yourself in that space of comparison when you're on Instagram, take a step back. Take a step back and remember what's important to you. Remember this stuff isn't real. And if you do need to go on social media, maybe limit it and think about when you're going on there, what you're going on there for. So you don't get carried away. So you don't get caught up in the illusion, in the machine. And so my 130K month, very grateful for it, but there was something there around letting go of the outcome. I'm going to talk a bit more about this in a later episode. But for now, just consider what you're dedicating your time to. And if you can maybe release some of the grip that you have around the actions that you're taking, especially when it comes to social media, so that you can be pleasantly surprised by the outcome. Because what I found is I went in with the intention of increasing my following and showing up more. And I did that. But I also learned a lot about myself in the process. I also learned that it's easy to get caught up in comparison. It's easy to be keeping an eye on other people's journeys so you get distracted from your own. Think about what you need. Think about what's important to you and then dedicate your time, energy and resources to that. And if Instagram is part of that plan, cool. Just remember that it doesn't need to be everything. Vanity metrics are exactly that you can sway numbers as much as you want you can convince yourself that you are a success by the amount of likes that you have at the bottom of a picture but if those likes aren't turning into sales if you're running a business if those likes aren't being um, 
supported in the world, real world around you. So you feel fulfilled in the work that you do, the way you're showing up in your life, uh, the relationships that you have, the real relationships that you have. Then those numbers, those figures don't mean anything. In fact, I'm going to say they don't mean anything anyway. <laughs> Just because 130,000 people saw my video doesn't mean that I've changed the world. Doesn't mean that they liked it. They might have even just scrolled past it and completely forgot it. You don't know what is happening to your content when you put it out there. So for me, it's about recognizing the value that you get from your real relationships with people, those real interactions and investing your time and resources there. You are more than your social media account. And so am I. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Self Sessions. If you did, please share, like, subscribe and stay in touch by heading over to marissamccallum.com. I am, of course, until next time, wishing only love.